Hi, this is Lou Peck from the International Bunch. Right, I've had some clients asking me recently about Mastodon. So I've done a quick blog post, which I thought I would read to you and um, talk you through. So Mastodon versus Twitter. Is this the research community's new digital town square? Is it? Mm. When Elon Musk bought Twitter to help humanity, quoting, did he envisage a mass migration to other communication channels? And to, quite frankly, does he even care? It's not like Twitter was not for profit before Elon Musk bought it. So why the sudden migration? Maybe it was the final push to kick people into gear and look at what alternatives are out there. Now, Elon refers to Twitter as the digital town square. But are the new kids on the block actually the new place to be? We have been monitoring Twitter in the research ecosystem and clients have been reaching out and asking us to research and help them with what the word on the street is. So we thought we'd compile some recent research to help you decide whether you need to include Mastodon or any other social channel in your strategy as well as Twitter. Now, what even is Mastodon? So the quote from their website is, social networking, that's not for sale. Your home feed should be filled with what matters to you most, not what a corporation thinks you should see. Radically different social media back in the hands of the people. Mastodon takes its name inspiration from a large elephant-like extinct mammal that uh, used to walk the earth in um, North and Central America over 10 to 11,000 years ago. And um, it lived in herds and it um, predominantly lived in the forest. Now, Mastodon, the software development company, is a not-for-profit from Germany, founded in 2016 by um, Eugen, and it offers microblogging in an open-source realm. So there are currently four members of the core team, uh, Eugen, Claire, Felix, and Dopatu, and um, they have 1.8 million monthly active users. Now, that has gone up by 385% as of yesterday, the 14th of November. Now, they're funded by sponsors, so there are three packages to support them, um, with the lowest already sold out. Now, you may notice um, the logo in blue sometimes when you're online, but this is being phased out for the new purple. This is part of their rebrand. Now, I haven't been able to find out why they named their business after an extinct mammal, especially one whose name, thank you to the French uh, naturist Georges Cuvert, my French is not great, in the early 19th century, um, which translates to nipple tooth because of their distinctly shaped small teeth. So why Mastodon? The four key positioning statements on their site centre around being decentralised, open source, not for sale and interoperable. Not limited by the commercial strategy with algorithms to show you what they think you want to digest and no ads to waste your time, as Mastodon quote on their site, Mastodon shows you anyone you follow in a chronological order on your feed to make your corner of the internet a little more like you. So choose from any community service, which they call instances, that best fit you as an individual, or you can even host your own, and join Mastodon. Now, Business Insider reported that there was a 657% growth in downloads for Mastodon in the last 12 days, and that is between the 1st to the 12th of November. Now, whilst authors are using it to share and talk about their work, interestingly, a number of preprint bots have already been set up to follow. 
So we've listed those in the blog post. Um, so let's look at it from a researcher's perspective. Now, I found David Brockner and um, David has a really interesting thread on Twitter from the 30th of October 2022, where he concludes the pros and cons of using Mastodon over Twitter and the practical tips for transitioning to Mastodon from Twitter for science Twitter. Hashtag science Twitter. Um, open source, decentralized, run on a federation of servers, no ads, no attention algorithm, the timeline is chronological, 500 instead of 140 characters in each toot, as they're called toots, not like tweets, uh, key features that we need, um, converse, mentions, hashtags, retweets, likes, for example. Now, David mentions a 500 character limit, but this is the default. In fact, it can be reconfigured. Um, QOTO.org is a STEM-based instance or server, which allows around 65,000 characters. So David also mentions in his cons that you can't post videos, but actually you can. So maybe there was just some error at the time and that's why David couldn't do it. Or maybe that functionality had been temporarily withdrawn because there'd been so much of an influx of users. Who knows? We'd have to ask David. But on the 30th of October, 2022, David also asked Twitter um, what they thought through a Twitter poll about Mastodon. So nearly 18% said that they would stay on Twitter, over a quarter said that they would try it, and a fifth said that they'd use both. Now at present, many publishers and intermediaries are keeping an eye on Mastodon, and if active usage and signups continue, Mastodon should be considered as part of your strategy. We just need to be mindful of its longevity and future-proofing. Now David has another well-engaged thread on Twitter, listing his top five tips for transitioning over to Mastodon, including, Find your friends on Mastodon. Sync your Twitter and Mastodon account. Choosing servers. Follow preprint bots and mobile apps. So Nature also reports that since the 27th of October 2022, nearly half a million users have signed up for the popular alternative to Twitter. Now, how long will, as David puts it, the science party, remain on Mastodon and how long will they continue using it? Users seem divided. I found a server I like the sound of and I created my own profile. I'm finding it a little clunky to navigate, but I'm sure once I get used to it, I'll be more active on it. it. I've always found Twitter too noisy, but it seems like a much better alternative where I can actually see what people are posting that I'm interested in following. And as with Scholar Social member Cameron Nilon, I wonder whether these social channels sit with Altmetrics providers. Are they including these in their algorithms? You can certainly explore preprints and published content on Mastodon being shared with a researcher's community. How is this being translated into impact when the service is not yet set up? So we found a GitHub thread that we linked through to the blog with hashtags like hashtag goodbye Twitter and hashtag Twitter migration is Twitter doomed. Probably not. But what about Twitter Blue? $8 a month as a revenue stream for Twitter. How will this change the quality of the content out there? Being payment verified means that you will be prioritized and always at the top of the comments and searches. Bots and trolls will get pushed further down in the feeds. Will this help? Time will tell. Um, Casey Feisler, an information researcher at the University of Colorado Boulder, studied the migration of online communities and um, Casey's comments to science, things are changing faster than I thought even a week ago. There has to be both a compelling reason to leave and an immediate viable alternative option. Now, Mark 
um, who is an astronomer at the European Space Agency, also comments to science, I'm seeing institutions now joining Macedon, observatories, institutes. So there is absolutely a shift to Macedon, but let's take a look at what else is out there. So alternatives to Twitter, Sky News have come up with six alternatives. There are lots, to be honest, but I'm going to focus on these six. Macedon, which we talked about. Blue Sky, which is from the co-founder of Twitter, which was founded in 2019. Tumblr, which has been around for about 15 years. And recent signups include Deadpool's Ryan Reynolds and Wonder Woman's Linda Carter. Um, Tribal, co-host, or why not simply just log off, which literally, as it says on the tin, just sign off and log off. Now, there are so many more to mention, but others we know are worth a mention include Reddit, a favourite of mine to research trends and discussions amongst the research community. What does this mean for the sector-specific channels? Interesting to see how academia.edu, Research App and ResearchGate develop and diversify, for example. What about ORCID? Does this give them a new avenue to explore and even help with the issue around duplicate accounts? So to include Mastodon in your strategy or not to include? Whilst we are in the very early stages of trying out new social channels and working out what's right for us, Mastodon is worth keeping an eye on and including in your current strategy. Maybe we will see publishers, intermediaries, sponsors, services like Mastodon as part of their positioning strategy in an open environment. If anything, I hope these social channels recognise the importance of this industry and GitHub tickets around DOIs move up the list in terms of priority and, and are implemented. Whether I'll be writing an article in a year's time, the demise of Twitter and the rise of Mastodon in the research ecosystem, who knows? Maybe someone will create a server on Mastodon, please, for the academic publishing community so we ourselves have a place where we can chat and be friends. Uh, we've also included some additional sources and reading. So I hope you found this of interest. Check out our other content. Got lots of other good stuff.